Attention is free advertising. So you need to get good at getting some attention, somehow. I get attention, because I'm the dog. You need to find a way to get attention, because all advertising is, is buying attention, which is fine. But buying attention is more expensive than getting attention for free. And when I say for free, I mean free financially. Getting attention is still gonna take time and your money. But you need to find a way to get attention. I think you already understand this. You already understand viral marketing, no such thing as bad press, blah, blah, blah. But finding a way to get attention is a fantastic way to start generating money. Now what most people do is, you see a lot of people, they find ways to get attention, but they don't monetize it. So for this, I'm gonna put in an example of my Star Wars thread. I want you, we're gonna start putting it on the screen now. When you look at my Star Wars thread, I said something that pissed off the nerds. You can see I pissed off the nerds. Started to go viral, started to get traction. And for every single tweet afterwards, all I'm trying to do is promote my website. I'm doing it in a funny way. I'm doing it in a way that annoys them. I'm doing it in a way that's gonna get some interaction. But I'm still trying to promote my website from start to finish. That is the end goal. Get attention and then do not be afraid to shamelessly sell, sell, sell. But you have to find a way to get some attention first. Now that's not easy in the modern world because everybody's vying for each other's attention. Especially on the internet. Everyone is competing for attention. But attention is key. So finding a way to do it is important. I know a guy, I had a guy who had a... Uh, this is the most simple, stupid example, but it's true. He had a, it's one of these guys in Romania and they wrap cars and they're in an industrial state. And he painted the entire side of his wall with a huge mural, like a spray paint mural of a car being wrapped. And I said to him, that was badass, how much did it cost? He goes, it cost me 3,000, but it's increased my business big time. I've made all my money back big time. I said, why? He goes, people look at it when they drive past and they want to, they see it's artistic, it's creative, and they want to work. He got attention, he fucking painted his wall. Anything it takes to get attention. If you have a sign on your company, is the sign big and bright and bold enough? Probably not. There's no such thing as bad attention. The world we live in now, we live in an attention economy. If you have lots of attention, you can turn that into money. If you have no attention, you're not gonna have any money. We're in an attention economy. You don't even need good ideas now. YouTube has proved attention economy. You have fucking morons out there doing nothing on vlogs, talking shit and being complete losers. But because people watch it, because they get attention, they're millionaires. Attention is the currency of the modern world. So if you're gonna start any kind of business, one thing you need to consider is, we talked earlier about money in, all your money out. This is your only real business, the money in. And how you don't wanna be investing any of your money in anything that doesn't lead back to here. You can see that bottom one there. But you know what's gonna to lead to this? You know what's gonna increase the number of sales coming in? Attention. Attention is key. Attention is going to accelerate everything. So you need to keep that in mind. Don't be afraid to do things that are a little bit crazy to get people to pay attention to you. Now, obviously, I'm not saying join ISIS or something stupid to get attention. Keep it in mind. But attention is the currency. Attention is the magic formula, that the, the catalyst that's going to take any company and blow it up fast. So keep that in mind when you're looking to launch your company or you're already running your company. Does my company get enough attention? No. Okay. So which, which company in my industry does get attention? This one. How do they get it? Oh, well, they pay for advertising, for, for example. Or they did this viral campaign. Or they sponsored this. How is, uh, has, are the people taking the attention that you want? How can you get the attention? Find a way. If you have to go and run a marathon dressed as a fucking dinosaur with your company name on the back, then go do it. 
It's effectively free and it's good for you. Don't be lazy. You have to do something to get some attention. Attention is the key. That's going to be the difference between a failed business and a successful business. Even with the cam girls. People say to me all the time, cam girls, that's not real business. Girls just get naked and they just make money. No, that's not true. Girls used to say, oh, what? You just get naked and you get money. No, it's not like that at all. Making money as a cam girl is difficult. It's a real business. How many girls are online right now? 100,000 maybe? You're trying to compete with all those titties and pussy. It all looks the same effectively, tits and pussy. It's all the same. How do you compete with that? How do you get the attention of men when they have so many choices? They can click, scroll, scroll, scroll through all the titties. So how do you get the attention? So as a cam girl, with all my cam girls I was training, we would have meetings. How do we get attention? That's why all these girls do like cosplay and dress up as video game characters, da -da, differentiation, anything it takes to get attention. So the cam girl industry is completely an attention industry. You have to find a way to get attention. You have to think about it. So with the cam girls, we did lots and lots of different things. Very small things that made a big difference. Remembered customers' names, remembered the names of their pets, paid attention to them, said hello when they came in the room, called them by their first name. So they all felt valued, so they kept coming back to try and build some loyal followers. Made sure that their thumbnail, when they broadcasted, they had a little thumbnail. So their thumbnail, when they broadcasted, was a really hot one, so it looked good. So people would, whoa, that thumbnail looks interesting, click on it. Make sure their room was interesting, a few things in the background, da 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 Basic advertising stuff, but it's all the business of getting attention. Don't forget that, super, super important. Right, next, coming on from the cam girl thing, play on people's insecurities. So I made lots of money with cam girls, and in three days from the filming of this, I'm opening my first casino. People have vices and people have insecurities, and if you can find a way to twist them, you're gonna make money. People can't help but lose their money in casinos. The house always wins. People like tits and ass, and they're desperate to have a hot girl. That's why they talk to cam girls. So even if you're running a business which is very traditional, let's say you're running clothing, people like to feel good looking and attractive. You have to twist that angle. You have to put something on the angle so that people go, you know what, I wanna be attractive. I wanna be good looking. I wanna look at, I wanna be seen as important. That's what all these brands do when Porsche and Mercedes, they advertise as a businessman. Mr. Businessman, getting in his car, has his briefcase, Mr. Business, he's important. You're not important, you're no, I'm a Porsche, you're, no, you're a nobody, you're a loser. You have to play to people's insecurities. The cam business was the number one for this. Play to people's insecurities and promise with your product that everything's gonna be better. So, I'll give you an example. So with the cam girls, guys would come along, the guys who are talking to the cam girls can't really get girls, obviously, because otherwise they wouldn't be there. So they can't really get girls, but our cam girl would tell them that they could get girls or that they could get them. So let's say the guy would come along and say, oh, so uh, what, kind of, what kind of guys do you like? The cam girl would describe that guy. And this is something I had to train my girls to do because girls are so stupid. So like literally a fat old man would come along and say, what kind of guys do you like? And she'd be like, young, fit, Italian men or something dumb. And obviously he'd be like, well, that's not me. So there's not gonna be a the relationship there, is there? Whereas if a fat old man said, what kind of guys do you like? She'd be like, oh, someone mature, someone who's done playing games, someone who's ready to settle down, I know will value me. All the bullshit that he wants to hear. Sell people what they want. Play on their insecurities. And he's sitting there going, yeah, well, I've, I've been trying to look for a girl like that my whole life, but I just can't find him. Oh, where are you based? If we keep talking, maybe one day we'll meet. One year later, two years later, taking his money, taking his money, taking his money. You have to play on people's insecurities and you have to find out exactly what people want. So I don't know what you're gonna sell. 
and it doesn't matter what you're gonna sell. What are you gonna sell? Why do people want it? I'm right now we're in a university. You guys want it because you wanna learn how to make money. That's why. So in all of my advertising and all of everything I'm doing, I make it very, very clear to you. You need this to learn how to make money. I know more about business than you. I've run more businesses than you have. If you don't get what I have, if you don't get the Hustlers University, you're not gonna know what I know, so you're not gonna make money like I make money. I identified the re- it's the product, we have it here. I identified the reason you're buying it and I'm pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. So I don't know what you're gonna sell. Say you're selling fucking protein shakes, I don't know. You don't sell, a lot of people will sell a protein shake, best flavor, this much carbs, this much sugar, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? It's boring. If you're gonna sell your protein shake, I'm gonna draw a protein shake. I'm gonna draw one. It's gonna be artistic and beautiful. If you're selling protein shakes, you need to say to people, you won't be strong without the protein shake. You won't be fit without my product. Why are you wasting your time in the gym when you're not gonna get, you're not gonna get in good shape anyway? Oh, you'll get in shape but you'll be in better shape if you use my product. Fuck the product. Who cares what's in the product? Sell the result. You need this. You need this because of X, Y, Z. Doesn't matter if you're selling protein shakes or the Hustlers University or motherfucking raspberries. Doesn't matter what it is. You have to push that point over and over and over again. Play on people's insecurities. That's what makes people buy. Because they're not gonna buy otherwise. Oh, I can go to the gym and I'll get in shape and Oh, do I need more carbs? I don't know. No, who cares? It's all dork shit. The old geek will care, but most people don't care. You need protein shakes or your gym time is a waste of time. Why are you suffering in the gym for no reason? If you drink this one drink, you're not wasting your time anymore. Stop being a loser. Quickly, buy. That's how you have to be. Play on people's insecurities all the time. Everything in life is basically the same thing. Everything in life is People walking into rooms and saying things. That's what politics is. That's what business is. That's what negotiate, everything. Everything you can think of is some guy walking into somewhere and starting to talk. That's what the Senate is, that's what Congress is, that's what court is. Everything's people, blah, blah, blah. Talking. Talking is something you need to get good at. If you're good at talking, you have the gift of the gab, as they say, you can sell anything. No matter what you're selling, the better you get at talking, the better you're gonna sell it. So if there's one skill you need to practice for your sales, it's how to talk. How to talk convincingly. How to put energy into your presentation. How to not be boring. You need to have that papau. You need to get good at talking. Practice it. Practice getting good at talking. That's one of the most important skills you can learn for life. From getting women to selling products. Exactly the same thing. You need to get good at talking. It's important. Image sells. So we're hustlers. This is the Hustlers University. Image sells. Now there's a lot of guys on Twitter who constantly talk about saving money. It grates on me, it annoys me. These are the other guys in the saving money, the making money space. It's not how much you make, it's how much you save. Can you save, save, save? Stay at home, save. Don't have a girlfriend, she's expensive. Jerk off, save, save, save. It's bullshit. You need to have a nice image of yourself if you want to sell things. Buy the nice car, wear a nice suit. Find some money, make sure it's still coming in. Because buying the nice car, you say, oh, how does that equal money in? Well, it actually does, because it's your reputation. You have to have a nice image of yourself to sell nearly anything nowadays. Drive a nice car if you can, 
have nice clothes, look good, look presentable, go gym, have nice things. I'm not gonna tell you not have nice things. A lot of people who say that are fucking liars. Tight losers, they're tight losers. They're living a tight person's life. Do you really want that life? Do you wanna be selling $17 eBooks and sitting at home and not spending any money and saving it all? Go fucking squirrel. Or do you wanna be like me with eight supercars? Who knows more? Let me ask you another question. If I would have launched CobraTake.com, I was already a millionaire when I launched it. So that's the difference between me and all the other course guys. These guys need courses to be rich. I'm rich without any of this shit. I don't need this because I had cam girls way before this. When I launched CobraTake.com, the reason it was so successful was because I already had a Lambo. I was already rich. My car paid for itself. Would you be buying from me right now? Would you have bought this university if I didn't have a big house and loads of nice cars? If I said, I know loads about business, but I live in an apartment with a laptop and I sit there all day on my own, but I know loads, would you have even bought this course? And you're like, what the fuck do you know? That shows how important image is. Flexing on the broke boys is important. So don't fucking neglect it. I'm not saying blow all your money. I'm saying that having a good image is not gonna be, hurt you in any way. Don't be afraid to spend money for your image because it's a real thing. Satisfy immediate need. So, I recently was having a conversation with a guy within one of my companies and we were discussing the back end of one of my companies and we were talking about needing a back end system to run the company. And we were talking about how in the future, if we don't have this system, blah, 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 the future, the future, the future. You know how you convince people to do things? You satisfy an immediate need because people are lazy. Someone comes along to me and says, you need this because in two years, once you've said in two years, I don't care. And neither does anyone else. Most people out here are stressed about shit that's happened yesterday and shit that's gonna happen tomorrow. They ain't got time to think about from two years from now. If you wanna sell somebody something, you need to satisfy an immediate need. Immediate, not later. So it doesn't matter what you're selling, but you need to look at your selling points and you need to be thinking immediate need. I did this with T2 all the time. Companies would come on and go, oh yeah, we're interested in branding. We're thinking maybe next year. I'm like, next year, but when your competitors will get on TV. You need to be the first. Immediate need. Now they're starting to panic and think about it. First, they came to the meeting and want to talk about TV for next year. Now they're talking about TV for right now. If I was sitting there and go, yeah, well next year we can da da da, ifs and buts, candy and nuts, maybe next year. Maybe I'll die in a car crash next week. I ain't got till fucking next year. You're a hustler. This is what this is, Hustlers University. Hustlers need money today. You need money now. You haven't got till next year. You need it now. So the only way you're gonna get people to give you money now is if they have an immediate need that needs to be satisfied right now. No one's giving you money now for some shit that's gonna happen in the future. Immediate needs. So it doesn't matter what you're selling or what client you're talking to, find an immediate need for it. Don't talk about the future. Don't talk about legislation that's gonna happen next month. Don't talk about how next year they're gonna need. Say right now you need this because. Right now, urgency, panic, ooh, oh shit, now, fuck, how did I live without it? Oh my God, now. If you have any selling points that sell to the future, great. They can be icing on the cake. Your cake that's really gonna sell product is immediate need. If you cannot identify someone in immediate need, they're not gonna buy it. It's the same with absolutely anything. Even with cars, so, I never worked in car sales. I actually really wanted to because I know I would've been fucking good at it, but, because I'm so good at sales, every time I buy a car, when salesmen try and sell me, I know their tactics. But it's very, very typical of car salesmen, all the time. 
go in there. Yeah, I'm thinking of a new car next year, but my car I've got now is fine for now. Da, da, da. Yeah, but you should get this car now. So, well, I've already got a car. Yeah, but you need this one now because you'll save X amount on the fuel and you'll save X amount on tax and X amount on insurance. And also this car has this new, this new system, the self-drive system, so blah, blah, blah. So when you're on the motorway, cruise control, da, da, da. He doesn't say, yeah, okay, next year maybe. No, it's like, no, no, you need it now because he identifies immediate needs, even if they're bullshit, even if they're garbage. Immediate, keep this in mind. You ain't got a sales point and you ain't got a pitch if it's not an immediate need. Mystery sales. So, when I say mystery sales, you have to get people curious about who you are and about your products. The reason you're watching Hustlers University is because I said, look, 100 business secrets, secrets, hacks, tricks, tips. Hmm, that's interesting. Secrets, not lessons, secrets. You have to get people curious about who you are and what you sell and what you know. Even if you sell the most boring bullshit in the world, even if you sell balls, let's say you sell fucking not those kind of balls, bouncy balls. You sell boring ass bouncy balls. How can you get people curious about bouncy balls? Come see why our balls are different to the others. How can a ball be different? Okay, well, okay, well I'll go look. I mean, it's different, supposedly. Even if it is no different, it bounces better. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Who gives a shit? Stick to your word. You have to get people curious. Curiosity sells. And a lot of businesses nowadays do not provide any curiosity. A lot of the reason why you guys are even sitting right here is because you want to be on the inside, not the outside. Curiosity is linked to FOMO. You want to know things that others don't know. A lot of businesses I see nowadays don't have any curiosity involved. So even on internet businesses, I see guys sell, selling an ebook. My ebook contains XXXXXXXX. I don't say that. Did I say the Hustlers University is going to contain this, this? No, no, no. I, I'll sell the results, I'll sell the end result. I'm gonna tell you the secrets that'll make you money. My ebook contains everything you need to know about this. There, but there's curiosity, do you understand? There's an underlying curiosity element that people are interested in. Same thing with the cam girls. Let's go back to the cam girls. If a guy would come along and go, what do you do in private? And she said, oh, I dildo my ass and I dance around and I show you my tits. He will never take her private. What do you do in private? Oh, I love privates. You'll have to wait and see. Sit there and go, hmm, she loves privates? What does she do that she enjoys so much? I have to wait and see. Uh, private. Why? Because he's nosy. People are nosy. Curiosity kills all the time. It killed the cat. It's going to kill these motherfuckers as well. Do not be putting out any kind of advertising or marketing or any kind of company messaging that doesn't have a tinge of curiosity. Even the, you can be simple. Buy my book. X, Y, X, Y, X, Y, and get a free special gift. What's the gift? Buy the book and you'll find out. People will buy your dumbass book to find out what the gift is, even if the gift is shit. Curiosity is one of the biggest motivators for people to purchase. And I'm telling you, this is super, super important, especially with high-end items. And it's very, very rarely used. It's extremely underused. Curiosity is extremely important because people are nosy. People like to know shit. Why? So a lot of you who run businesses will get sales and you'll know how they bought. They use their credit card. You know where they bought on your website. You know where they found out about you or who they heard of you from, a referral from a friend. 
but you don't know why they ball. This is the most important question. When's the last time you've asked someone why they bought something? You sell little electric motorcycles. Someone buys one. Have, what's the last time you emailed them? Why did you buy our product? And I know because people don't ask because then it assumes like your product's low quality. No, you just got to say, hey, fantastic decision. We're collating information. You did a really good choice. You bought a fantastic product. We'd like to know your individual reasons why you bought. Oh, I bought this electric motorcycle to commute to work. I bought it to travel around my estate. I bought it for my kid. Whatever. The whys will tell you more about where to advertise and how to sell more products than the hows, the wheres, or the whats, or the whens, or all the other fucking shit that everyone collates. Everyone collates all the hows, whys, wheres, whens, Sorry, the hows, wheres, whens. No one collects the whys. This is the only reason I give a shit about. The war room. How did you hear about me? Twitter. Where did he buy? On Cobertate.com. What did he buy with? He bought via Gumroad with this card. When did he buy? 1233. None of that helps me sell. Why did you join the war room? I joined because I wanted to feel like I was part of the community and I, in my local area. Da, 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 da. So then when I advertise in the future, I say, do you want to feel like part of the community? This is the question. You need to find out why everyone bought, because that will also tell you why more people will buy. Nobody asks why. With the cam girls, when my girls would get a good client, a really good guy, a top level guy, they would say, why do you choose me? There are so many girls online that you can pick from. I'm just curious why you picked me. Oh, because you're really fun and bubbly. Or I loved that outfit. Or I liked what you were doing here. I liked what you were saying there. Ask your top 10 customers why. Maybe seven of them all have the same reason. Now you know why you're getting big customers. Nobody asks why. Nobody asks why. I'll get email after email. Please rate our customer service. How was this? What did you think of this? No one asked me why I bought in the first place. Isn't this the only question that matters? You need to identify the whys so you can create future whys. Why is all I give a shit about. I'm uninterested in anything else. Why do people buy? So you need to if you have a customer base already, understand that. Now, they may say, oh, because you know what? We have a good relationship and I trust you. Perfect. Then you know it's not about the products, it's about you as a person. That's good. That's just as good as I really needed that product and you were the cheapest. Whatever. That'll teach you if you need to have cheap prices. That'll teach you if you need to continue to be more friendly. You need to identify why. Our, my hosting with CobraTech.com is done with a particular company. I don't know anything about hosting. It keeps going down, it pisses me off. But the guy who does my website, James, he believes in them. And I think it's because they do some things for him which are complicated that he'd have to do otherwise. And also his, their customer support is good. His whys are there. Now fast hosts don't need, they don't know this. But my point is he has strong whys he wants to use them, even though so far their service has been fucking shit. But their whys exist and the whys are saving them. And the whys will save you too. If the why people, if someone buys something from you and you ask them why, and they say it's because you're a great guy and your product fucks up, you know you need to play on the fact that you're a great guy. 
if they ask, if, if they bought from you and, it, and you asked why, and the answer is because it's cheapest and the product fucks up, you'd offer them a cheap replacement or a cheap solution. Why did they buy? Because especially if you ask enough people, you're going to find out what is the actual triggering, triggering mechanism for people to buy your products in the first place. People buy from me because they trust me and because I have results. If I say, why did you buy from me? Because Tate, I've been following you a long time and I can tell you don't bullshit. This tells me that I need to be more authentic with my message, show more receipts, more proof, more, because this is why people bought and this is why people will continue to buy. With the cam girls, I came to you because you know what? You're just honest and, I, and I've had all kinds of shit from, for girls. I like that you're just yourself and you're not putting on an act. You're not acting all sexy. You're just chilling, eating pizza and being yourself. I've had cam girls sit there in their pajamas eating pizza, being themselves. That's why they got that particular client. I've had other guys who come and say, oh, you're always dressed the best. You always have sexy underwear on. So it's the opposite. But different girls have different customers. Different girls have different clientele. Different businesses have different clientele. What is the why for people who have already bought from you? And can you identify the why for people to buy in the future? Give people a why. And the easiest way to give them a why is to work out the why that worked previously on people who've already bought from you. Why? No one asks this. Start fucking asking. Also, ask yourself why. Think of the last thing you bought. Why did you buy it? Why? Think about it. Doesn't matter what it is. I bought water. Why I was thirsty. Okay, so how do they advertise to me? You're a water company. You have a chance to put a billboard outside of a gas station. What do you put on the billboard? Well, I'll tell you what you should put on the billboard. So you can go on the billboard and go, Evian from Mountain. This is because this even big companies make this mistake. But I'm telling you as a hustler, I've made money and I know that why is the only thing that sells. Evian can put a poster up that says, from Mountain Volcanic Springs, 6,000 years old, below the surface of the earth, mineral water. Or they can put up a sign that says, stop, are you thirsty? Hydrate yourself, Evian. Why did I buy the water? Did I buy the water because it's from a mountain spring 6,000 years ago? Or did I buy it because I was fucking thirsty? If you advertise to my why, I'll buy more. So the poster should say, you're thirsty. Maybe you don't even realize, you're thirsty, Evian. Why? What's the why? I bought water because I was thirsty. You need to put a why on it. And big companies even make this mistake. Selling pointless bullshit from mountain springs, da 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 da. Why? I don't come to you and start selling saying, Hustlers University filmed with the best cameras in the war room with solid oak walls with a fucking whiteboard and a chessboard. Why were you gonna buy this? Because you wanna learn how to make money. So I sell the why. I'm gonna teach you how to make money. Fucking ask people why and sell the why. Because not enough people do that. Nothing is too good to be true that you sell. Maybe they say that in life there's many things that are too good to be true, but anything that you sell is certainly not too good to be true. The bees bees. What you sell is amazing. This whole modesty, honesty shit ain't gonna get you to the top. It really isn't. Everything you sell is fucking fantastic. And you can speak this into existence. 
I've worked so hard on this because I've told everyone how great it's going to be. So by telling you all it's going to be fantastic, I've worked super hard. If I didn't say that and I sold it much softer, I wouldn't feel the same obligation to try as hard. If you sit in front of someone and tell them, look, I'm going to do, a fu- I'm going to do an amazing job for you. This, I'm going to do an amazing job for you. You're never going to, it doesn't matter, copywriting. You're never going to have a copywriter as brilliant as me. You're never going to have a copywriter as punctual or as skilled as me. You'll be a better copywriter for that person than if you didn't say it. Nothing's too good to be true, and you can speak it into existence. Everything you sell is fantastic. You just tell the cangirls all the time. Guys keep asking me what I do in private. Tell them you're going to give them the best private of their lives. I'm going to give you the best private you've ever had. And the guy would be like, really? Why? What are you going to do? You're going to have to find out, but I guarantee I blow your mind. Maybe she doesn't blow his mind. He doesn't come back. Who cares? Maybe he goes, I blow my mind. Uh, maybe he's a bit drunk and maybe, maybe she does the same old shit, but he just loves it because she's hot. Who knows? Nothing is too good to be true. Nothing that you sell is too good to be true. Put that spin on it. That's what people want. We live in a world where it's difficult to get people's attention. People have ADD. People are constantly looking all over the place. So if your offering doesn't come across as absolutely fantastic, they're not interested. We don't live in a world of mundane. Look at Instagram. Everyone's got supercars, everyone's traveling the world, everyone's got perfect bodies, everyone's on the beach, blah, blah, blah. This is the world we live in now. So you need to have a product that reflects that. Where people, it doesn't matter what your product is, doesn't matter if it's fucking bouncy balls. It needs to be something that people are like, wow. If, if, if even half of what he's saying is true, I need that. Put that spin on it. And also, you're going to work harder and produce better results when you have that personal obligation. Develop a phone addiction. If you don't have a phone addiction already, develop one. And maybe it's bad for your mental health and your happiness, but we don't believe in burnout. So that ain't real. I am very, very successful in the realm I'm in now with social media is because of the amount of content I produce, the amount of original tweets, original ideas to YouTube channels, the amount of ideas I have for courses, the amount of speaking I do, the amount of videos I lay out, my Instagram stories, the pictures I take. I am always on my phone. Anyone who knows me will say, Tate lives on his phone. If I'm awake, I'm probably on my phone. I live on my phone because my phone allows me to do so many things. People who don't have phone addictions will tweet once, write an email, put their phone away and go about their day. That's not how you get ahead. If you're sitting there and you don't know what work to do, here's what you do. This is a very, very simple way to start making more money. It's very, very simple. Go on your phone. Look at all your apps. Delete the games and bullshit. Just delete them. I don't care how far you got in Candy Crush. Just fucking delete it. All the apps that could make you money, put them on the first page. Twitter, if you make money from Twitter, your email, whatever. All the apps that can make you money, you put on the first page. And you sit on your phone and you refuse to put it down for three hours. It's one o'clock, I'm sitting on my phone until 4 p.m. You get your phone, open it up, first page, and you refuse to put it down. And you just keep going through the different apps and doing something. You'll find work, you'll be surprised. You'll open up Twitter, you'll write something, you'll retweet something, open up your email, scroll through. Oh, this guy, I haven't heard from this guy in a while, email him. Open up your gallery. Okay, you got some product pictures. Actually, this, pic- this product might look good like this. Let me take a picture like this. Okay, let me tweet that out. Just sit on your phone and just fucking do things with apps that can generate money. Develop a phone addiction, you'll increase your fucking income. I'm telling you, I have a phone addiction because 
Without my phone, I can't make money. With my phone, I can make money. This is the reality of the world. Next, people always say to me, what do I sell? I get this all the time, but I don't know what to sell. Mm. What, what is a company? You're selling something. That's how you're getting money in. But I don't know what to sell. It doesn't matter what you sell. It matters how you sell it. This is super important. You can sell anything. I can sell anything. I can sell anything. It's my fucking G. It's not about what. It's about how. How you sell it is more important than what you sell. So if there's people out there selling fucking complete bullshit, dick enlargement pills, they don't even work. So it's not the what, it's the how. Mass marketing, spam email, pathetic promises that don't work. Some company in the Philippines that you can't track down or sue. They've put themselves in a situation where with enough numbers, they're anti-fragile, they can't be taken down, and they can sell garbage. It's not about what they're selling, it's about how they sell it. You can make money from pens, you can make money from fucking cups, you can make money from anything. It's about working out a way to sell it that's gonna work. So when you're sitting there going, well, how do I start my business, what do I sell? Forget that. Start thinking about how you can sell things instead. If you start thinking about how you can sell things, you can find out that the what isn't all that important. So me, for example, let's look at me. I have a wide reach, I'm very well respected, people know I'm rich. So I can sell anything with social media and with curiosity and with explaining to people that I have social proof and there's a reason you should listen to me. I can sell basically anything with that. I could take this pen and say every contract I've ever signed in my life, I've signed with this pen and this is why all my contracts are new and I'm rich and this pen is $38. It's not what, it's not about the pen. It's all the how around it. So identify your strengths and identify a way you can provide product. And that will give you an idea on what the product should be. It's not about what it is. Keep this in mind. You can sell anything. Let's look at the cam girls, for example. So I'll give you a cam girls example. So. I had a girl. She was struggling. She goes, I don't know what to sell. I've tried selling videos. They don't want it. I've tried selling this, I don't want it. I've tried selling that, I don't want it. They don't want it, no one's buying anything from me. I said, okay, let's think of how we can sell something instead of what we can sell. She goes, what do you mean? I was like, okay, so I was sitting there watching on the chat, all the guys were saying to her like, where are you, what are you up to, da, da, da. I was like, okay, let's add some curiosity in and let's add in a how. So what we did is we took her out of her bedroom, put her in the bathroom and she started adding broadcast in the bathroom and whispering. I said, they're like, why are you whispering? She goes, oh, my, my stepdad's here and he doesn't know I'm a cam girl, so I have to be really quiet. So it wasn't about what, because she's doing the same thing she was doing before. It's about the how. Now she's in a bathroom hiding from her stepdad and she has to whisper or he'll hear her. Guess her room went crazy. Everyone wanted her to use a vibrator then. They were paying money nuts because she might get caught. It's the same thing as before. It's just the how you sell it is not the what you sell. Do you understand the difference here? I put a different how on it and she went from a nobody to a fucking hero and spent the next two months in a bathroom whispering, convincing these dorks online that her dad might hear. Occasionally I'd walk by and knock on the door and she'd have like, oh. People loved it. It's not about what, it's about how. You see my genius? Do you see my genius? I didn't think, okay, what could she sell? Well, she's tried videos it didn't sell. She's tried pictures it didn't sell. What else can she sell? What else? I didn't think what. 
I thought, okay, let's stick to the same what's, the same things, cam girls, it's not that complicated. What does she sell? She sells, okay, shows where she uses a vibrator, she sells videos, da da da. How can we put a spin on these to sell them? I didn't try and change the what, I changed the how. This is important. You can sell anything if you work out the how. You don't have to work out what it is. This is some basic shit you should already know. You need to diversify to become anti-fragile against attacks. And when I say this, I'm talking particularly about big tech and also the way you accept money. So the, the, the reason I put these in the order I have is because they all lead into each other. So if you're like Sebastian, you're anti-fragile. You're very anti-fragile because the way he takes money makes him very, very hard to stop. So let's say the IRS or the tax services were to come along and freeze Sebastian's bank account. He'll still run his shows because he can just take roof tiles, roof tiles and lumber and alcohol. He doesn't give a fuck. He runs a show and by the end of it, he's sitting on fucking 400 bottles of vodka, enough roof tiles and lumber to build three medium-sized homes. He's fine. Because this is how Romanians are. They're wheeler dealers. They're hustlers. This is the Hustlers University. It's about hustling. You want to give me a whole bunch of wood and some bottles of fucking wine? Cool. Give me it. Sebastian's anti-fragile now. You can block his bank. Doesn't make a difference. Can't stop that man. He's running the shows. He's getting wood. Doesn't give a fuck. Be anti-fragile. So the more ways you take money, the more anti-fragile you are because a bank may freeze your account or you might lose a particular merchant account. So you need to have lots of different merchant accounts, Bitcoin, lots of different ways to take money. You need lots of different banks. But also you need to be anti-fragile in the places you advertise. You need to be on all the platforms, even the ones that aren't so, so, so successful because the successful ones will get banned. I am on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube with two channels, Telegram. You've got to be everywhere all the time. Not even if it's just to reach new people, even if it's to reach the same people different ways because shit gets fucking destroyed. You have to be anti-fragile. The easiest way to be anti-fragile is to diversify. Success is exponential. When you've done something once, it's much quicker to do it again. It's the same with anything. You'll say you start driving, you parallel park once, it takes forever. Eventually you get good at parallel parking, it's quick. It's exactly the same with success. Success is ex exponential. As you've done things, it becomes quicker to do things. It takes a long time to make a million. It's easier to make a second million. It's even easier to make a third. It's easier to make a fourth because you understand mechanisms. So starting from the very, very bottom, if you can stay motivated and work hard when you have nothing, you're in the hardest part. It does get easier. The problems change. As you get bigger and become a bigger company, you have new kinds of problems. You may have legal problems or fulfillment issues or all these other problems, but you won't be broke anymore at least. I believe business gets easier. It starts hard, H for hard, and gets easier. If you can stick it out here, you'll enjoy this. Most people quit here. 99% of people quit when it's hard. And that's why the 1% is the 1%. It's exponential. The first time you make a website, you have to go out there. You have to source all these different companies. Or you have to find a member of staff to make it and you make it and you make mistakes and you need to change it because the SEO ain't set up, blah, blah, whatever. The third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh time you make a website, you can do it very, very quickly. You can do it properly the first time without mistakes. So success is exponential. Keep that in mind that anything that seems to be like taking forever now, remember lesson one, speed, 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 speed. We're going to get better at it. You're going to get faster at it. And soon things are going to blow up quickly. I launch companies every day. I can launch a company. I can launch a new company a day. I've got to that point now. I know my people, my staff are good. I can say, James, do this. Dylan, do this. Luke, do this. Tristan, do this. You do this. You do that. You do this. I'll do this. Bang. And within six hours, everything's done. I'm at that point now. But that's come from so much 